Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is the Soho Radio Podcast, showcasing some of the best broadcasts from our online radio station, right from the heart of Soho, London. Across our music and culture channels, we have a wide range of shows covering every genre, along with chat shows, discussions and special broadcasts. Here is just one of our recent shows. To catch the full show, head to our Mixcloud page or listen live at SohoRadioLondon.com. Hello and welcome to Now Nancy, a talk show platforming women-led and non-binary projects in the culture sector and beyond. Um, well, that's the first that's the first bio I've done in a while. <laughs> I just riffed that. There we go. Hope you enjoyed. Um, on today's show, I've got some great stuff to share and we are going to be talking feels and storytelling and kind of warm fuzzies versus storytelling, storytelling through feels, feeling, intimacy, and also, I guess, when the story takes over from that in some cases. So it's an interesting one, or at least... I think so. Um, here for the feels is the wonderful artist Shola Alulade, and I'm going to be—I'm a massive fan of hers. She's absolutely amazing, and I'm going to be speaking to her about her work. I'm so thrilled to have her as a guest. Um, for those who don't know, she's a painter, and she creates these beautiful, kind of colourful, really expressive portraits um, of people, often couples in bed together or in intimate moments, and they're often queer couples, and they've got these vibrant prints and colour schemes around them for the bread and um, bed or for their clothes and we're talking as I said about her work her process what inspires her and more and then I'm also going to be talking about the wonderful film Rye Lane which came out recently a beautiful rom-com which definitely has strong feels status and then there's a great exhibition at Sadie Coles by the artist Isabella Ducroix called Other Things also Michelle Williams Gamaka's fantastic new exhibition at South London Gallery which um, that's more of a kind of character feels and exploring the history of cinema and the mechanisms of film and those within it and much much more but first let's kick off with a track to get us in the mood here's one I recently discovered actually and it's a nice joyful one about the yeah the trials and tribulations of early love but still with the feels this is Count the Ways by Fleur East Count the Ways by Fleur East, a track which I've been really enjoying. I love the 70s vibe and the video is very cool, so check it out if you haven't seen it. It riffs on a lot of classics and also she looks amazing. And also, we just discovered um, that she won X Factor a while ago. So I was not even aware of her X Factor fame, which makes me feel old and, yeah, old and grey. But I now I'm just reminiscing about other X Factor, X Factor treats that we've got to enjoy. Anyway, if you're just joining, this is now Nancy with me, Nancy G. Matthews. And today we're talking feels and storytelling and storytelling through feels and intimacy and like basically the warm fuzzies um, in different kind of intimate moments or depictions in some respects and then in others in different ways. Uh, I recently spoke to the wonderful artist uh, Shola Alulade, who is a painter and figurative artist I discovered recently and I'm a huge fan of. And she... Uh, for those who don't know, she makes usually larger scale work, often recently, of couples embracing or in bed. And they are often, she kind of cocoons them in colour and there's this warmth and joy to the work that seems to be quietly 
bold and beautiful and joyful as well. And we talked about her practice, her motivations and much more. So without further ado, here's our chat. Hi, Charlotte. Thanks so much for joining me. Hey, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> I'm so thrilled. I'm really excited to be talking to you about your work. I'm a huge fan. And I wanted to ask you if you could talk a bit about your work and maybe how you became interested in art and making art in general. I guess my interest in art has like been really been a very, very young age. It's hard for me to like say how I became interested in it because as a child, you know, all kids kind of like playing with paint and drawing and stuff like that. But um, I guess, and my parents always talk about that was my main interest as well. But I guess I just stuck with it as a hobby and thing to do. And my parents always took me to galleries and things like that. So art was always a part of my life and my grandma she has always painted as a hobby and done ceramics and things so I've always had art in my house but then in school when I was drawing you know you're doing your little activities I guess always complimented me on my drawing or like asked me to like oh can you draw my tiger or whatever it was so I could I knew from a young age that I had like a talent from it and then going on for further education there was like no other interest that I really had or it was always the subject at school that I excelled in the most it was so natural for me to go on to study at university and then actually doing it for work I guess I didn't imagine from a very young age I thought I'd have an employed job and then like do art on the side and then like later on in life someone would discover me and then I'd be this famous artist that was like the dream but um yeah post university I was like oh I could actually just carry on making paintings and selling them and I got residencies and had access and the privilege to be able to carry on making art so now I'm just like oh yeah I just kind of ended up doing it straight away Mm. And in, in terms of for those who don't know, could you maybe, I know it's hard sometimes, but could you maybe describe your work or the way you work and what you make? Um, yeah, I'm a painter. I guess I, yeah, I guess I wanted to be focusing on painting from a young age as well. Even like there's so many art, different art disciplines. I remember teachers at school being like, oh, you know, go do a foundation. You get to try out loads of things. But I knew even from then I wanted to focus on painting I, at that time, I was really interested in oil painting and always painting the figure, people, bodies. I was obsessed with nudes, just painting flesh and like people in movement. Um, so now how that developed is kind of, yeah, I'm a figurative painter. I paint lots of scenes of women and non-binary people, specifically Black people. Right now, my current focus is lots of paintings of couples in love and romance and all of these cute in innocent scenes of like tender moments yeah I've been kind of stuck in this bubble of love I like to describe it I initially was looking at um relationships in the in a kind of broader realm like I like painting friendships and like basically just any kind of relationships between like women and non-binary people so yeah friendships relationships um mother daughter and the initial series that I was working on was kind of set in the kind of London cutie pock nightlife scene that I was discovering and a part of at that time um towards the end of university and I was just painting community and like you know the comfort that I felt in those relationships um and that kind of moved on to like me wanting to focus on more on like a specific kind of relationship and I chose a romantic relationship because I wanted to see more images of black queer people in love um and not I guess with that 
view or like kind of narrative that I was often seen in a lot in films and TV shows where um, there's always like a I don't know, homophobia or something terrible happens to the couple, couple, but they don't get the traditional kind of love story where it's just like, you know, they argue and then they get back together at the end of the film. It's always wrapped up in like trauma. So that's why I wanted to paint the couples that I paint in this bubble where they just get to be in love and like yeah. have all the nice parts of a relationship, which is, you know, which is a reality um, for a lot of us. Also, I know it's not like completely realistic. There's so much that goes no, in but, a relationship like the ups and downs but that's kind of yeah where I wanted to focus yeah and so I think there is something really uh actually all right there's always this within those particular relationships this idea of struggling against adversity or like a, a particularly dramatic um build or arc that has to always be about some kind of level of conflict and I think that <laughs> there's more and more narratives now of they're just being joy and they're being a joy yeah. experience and that being something that people can observe and therefore seek out themselves um, yeah because I got really tired of those yeah t- tired of those narratives and I was just like you know when people look at my work I want them to just feel that joy just feel that happiness and be like oh I can recognize when I have felt this or I would like to feel this and then in terms of I I think the meaning is is really special but I also am so curious about the process because the work is really powerful and and it's quite like physical in a way the the way you paint as well and I wanted to ask you how you begin projects or new work what's the kind of starting point um I guess the type of scene or like the material the process my process of making is quite long and complicated complicated there's like lots of different parts I hand dye all of my canvas well the majority of my canvas is a kind of process I've developed over the last few years um, using like different resistance dyeing techniques to create um, patterns for backgrounds or like um, the outline of figures so like influenced a lot by textiles specifically like West African textiles for me the most important part of a painting is the color I love color I love vibrant colors um, that's what I find myself being drawn to and I I guess I set um, the painting around like what kind of colour themes I want and the colour for me kind of really sets the mood of like the painting or mood of the figures in the painting and what they're feeling so um, I usually start off by either deciding what kind of motif I want to use because sometimes the background is just like grass or like a wave or sunshine and I kind of want that to be like the environment where the figures are living or sometimes it's a particular pose that I want the um, figures to be sitting in or like gazing at each other so I'll either start with that and I I do a lot of batik so I use melted wax to like outline um, these like designs and then I'll dye um, the canvas and then I'll either remove the wax or sometimes keep it in for like texture And then, yeah, it's quite a long, complicated process because then I stretch it and then I start painting different sections. And because I just started from a point where I've like used mixed media, like sometimes I'm adding in sewing, like sewing bits of canvas together and then pastels and inks and all different kinds of things um, to just build it up. And I guess for me, the I guess I have like an image in my head Mm. and it never like turns out the way I think it's going to look because I'm working with 
different material and every piece is an experiment but like I until I get to a point where I'm just like okay that's doing what I kind of want it to do then I kind of stop and or I you know I have a deadline and I'm like okay I need to stop working on it but it is interesting you go back to it and there's so many layers it's almost like you do have a relationship with the work you know that that one with one piece of work each time as well and it's interesting that they portray often portray such intimate but yet multi-layered moments and then you're kind of going back and back and back yeah I guess because like yeah I'm trying out something different like normally in each piece um and I guess for me the subject matter is very simple often what I'm painting is just two people laying in a bed looking at each other or facing away or spooning and then I'm working out my emotions and I find yeah I find making art very therapeutic so the process for me is just me getting involved in all these different materials and like having fun with it and having a play around with it and so that's why I guess it can become quite messy and I'm not one of these artists that's very like precious about think the way things look and very intentional I really do just allow the material to do whatever it does and like I'm trying to find always just like a balance of textures and colors to a certain point where I'm just like okay this looks aesthetically pleasing to me mm. and then in terms of the the figures themselves I was really curious about where they come from and and what inspires you to you know create certain people and are they are they ever real are they real people how autobiographical is the work um not very autobiographical I can never say this word autobiographical okay yeah it's not very that. that word insert um because I try I guess I've been trying to like distance myself a little bit too much because I didn't want people to like look at the painting especially like the romance series and be like is that you and so and so um so I kind of a lot of the images that I base the work around or found imagery or their friends or like people that I know or just stock images that I found on google um and then I would say maybe like 60 percent is also just from my imagination sometimes I will like use my own personal imagery um but I always end up changing faces or hairstyles or stuff so it's not like recognizable that it's me or something I'm thinking actually of changing and maybe making the work a little bit more personal in like um new series to come um just because you know I'm feeling a lot of feels and I'm like I want to work them out on the canvas and I'm like oh is this happening but I would say like probably until last year like very rarely would I say that oh yeah this is me in a in a particular painting but I guess it's still quite personal because I can only like base things of off of what I've experienced or like what I've witnessed um so it might not necessarily be exactly me but it's something that I enjoy in a relationship or something that I've seen um like my friends cuddling in that specific way and I'm just like oh I want to recreate that scene Mm, and I also I mean there's nothing more personal than things coming from your own imagination as well that is true your mind. but and then in terms of getting into the into the mood or the space of the studio which seems like it's such an important aspect of your work I would say from this experience of these layered approaches and returning and doing so many different things to the canvas and the work what kind of um what kind of music do you play and do you play music in the studio and if so what kind 
Yeah, I've always played music in the studio. Like, I'm sure, like, my studio neighbors probably hate me because, like, I have my speaker on. And like, as soon as I get into the studio, it's the first thing I do is turn it on. Um, I guess I listen mostly to a lot of R&B, 90s and like early 2000s is my favorite for nostalgia. And then a lot of hip hop, sometimes when I'm really in the zone um, to just want to paint and focus on something. The pace of like certain rap lyrics is really good for me to work to. But like, I guess whatever kind of like um, mood I'm in musically, like outside, I bring into the studio. Um so whether that's just like old folk bands or like indie bands from like school days or like pop music. Um, but I would say like mostly R&B and like neo soul is kind of, especially for when I'm working on the romance. And like I use a lot of, um, I guess, lyrics and song titles to inspire my own titles or inspire some of the scenes when I'm painting. And sometimes I don't know how to title a painting, but I'm listening to a particular song in the studio and I, and I hear a lyric and I'm like oh that's it that's exactly like right um and you mentioned one track which I think we should play maybe which is Demon Time by Alex Vaughan and Ari Lennox yes that's a song that I've had on like repeat the last couple of weeks yeah I think we should I think we, to help us get into the kind of space of your work in the studio I, I want to play it for our listeners now if that's okay <laughs> okay let's have a listen That was Demon Time by Alex Vaughan and Ari Lennox, recommended by my wonderful guest today, Shola. I'm so thrilled to be speaking to you. Thanks again for joining me. Thanks for having me. I want to keep keep asking you more things and find out even more. Uh, we've been talking about your work and, and the processes behind making it and some of the details of it. And I wanted to know some of the context behind it as well. So I wanted mm -hmm. to ask you if there are any artists that inspire you, your work, or just the way you create um yeah so many painters I guess I love and like turn to um to look at like I always say Chris Ophelia is one of my favorite artists I really love the way that he uses color and like the intensity and the, the intricate nature of his paintings and I guess the collage that he has I guess I aspire to have such detailed and um, amazingly complex paintings and I guess maybe that's how I developed using so many different materials and Faith Ringgold I also really love her paintings I really like I'm really interested in the way she kind of hangs paintings and like the quilts that she does and the different like shape canvases and things I'm always trying to like, I guess disrupt the traditional way that we hang paintings or look at paintings and I'm really interested in the way that she does it and like recently I guess I tried to experiment with hanging my own canvases in a different way. I've done this series of bed paintings, which I like to like hang from like one bar um, at the top and bottom, linking the work back to the textile influences that I've had. Um, and I would say she's a big inspiration for that. And even just like some of like my friends that I have around me, um, Jay Yamizanji, I love their paintings and the way they use colour as well. The bold vibrant primary colors like I find really inspiring and the see the intimate scenes that they often paint yeah I kind of look at the way they put compositions together and I'm inspired by that for my own paintings um, I remember seeing your 
well it was a, a bed installation at 154 um and it was just one of the most amazing things I loved it so much thank you yeah that was one of my favorite things to experiment with over the past year I've had this idea in my head for the past couple years and it was nice to actualize it into a space because yeah I've been painting these scenes of couples laying in bed it's like a like an ongoing series within the series of romance paintings it started from a series of monoprints that I did and then I'm translating them into larger paintings or some mini paintings I guess that were in that um 154 booth but yeah that also had this idea of oh I could actually make a physical bed um and like branch out into the installation um yeah I really like the way that looked and that kind of response I got from an audience and I'd like to make dozens more and have more time doing that um actually yeah I'd love I well I'd love to see more on today's show we're sort of exploring storytelling and narratives and and when things intervene I think is a, is a loose theme if you will um and I love that that bed work sort of developed things further because they were like characters kind of coming out of the painting and also very much in the space but also obviously on on the pillows so still not quite in our world and that it reminds me of kind of one of the things that I want to explore today um, and I wondered how much actually storytelling, um, like what effect does storytelling have on your work? It, it, are you inspired by particular narratives? And I mean, you've talked a bit about um, certain tropes and how you're pushing back maybe against them. But is is there is, are there stories to each work? And if so, where do they come from? Um, actually, it's funny because I sometimes feel like each piece is like a different couple um and a, a different story but sometimes I'm like it's the same couple following them along their journey and I've wanted to include like a clearer narrative sometimes in an exhibition where it's kind of like you follow these two figures where you know they might meet you know in the club on the dance floor or something and then they go for their first dates and sat across each other at a dinner table or walking down the street and then you see these moments as they inch closer together and get more comfortable and more intimate together. Um, I guess I'm inspired a lot by films, other people's narratives that people have created. Films that I see, I often see, you know, a, a scene in a film or like, a, you know, it's just a still moment from a film. And I'm like, oh, that's so beautiful. I really like the way that um, those people are interacting with each other. And I, you know, often like pause and screenshot and then recreate that or just music videos even because you know music still comes into that but like I love you know a really detailed um music video where they have that whole like narrative story and you, it combines with the songs and the lyric um what's it called smile by Jay-Z the music video for that is like one of my favorite music videos ever the story even the painting behind me that you can see now is actually based off of a screenshot from that um music video Oh my gosh, I've really, I want to say, well, yeah, anyway, we, we, this is audio, only audio for the audiences. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry that you guys can't see. Yeah, sorry, not sorry, <laughs> but I want to see more, but let's, let's, I digress. But that's really interesting. I am, um, another thing I want, I'm talking about on the show um, as part of this and also just because I really loved it. So I'm actually curious, have you seen Peckham Rye? 
I have not yet actually couples and and there's certain it's shot really beautifully and there's these moments that are just so cinematic but really intimate and Mm -hmm. um, yeah I'd be curious to hear your yeah get back get back yeah oh god I should have watched it before (laughs) don't worry it's been on my list of things to do the past couple weeks um actually I'm really really excited and to see it because as soon as I saw like even I don't like to watch trailers but I saw like a snippet of it and I was just like yeah I'm going to see that can't wait um yeah. also just because it's kind of yeah set around like where I grew up and where I interact because I'm very much a South London babe same I'm I'm not let's let's chat after me <laughs> um, <laughs> um and then I also you you've talked about films and that's one of the things I really wanted to ask you about with your work is have you ever thought about animating these scenes these people they feel very alive I suppose and that's why I love when you intervened in the space with the bed work but I yeah I'm curious um I would actually really love to work with an animator to create and especially for creating a wider narrative that would really be really cool it's above my skill level to like make a film like that but yeah like to collaborate with someone would be really cool and even just in general like making a film has been on my list of things to do artistically that I've wanted to delve into one day I'm just like I want to make a film I just don't know what it's going to be about what it's going to look like what kind of aesthetic um but one day it's going to happen for me yeah you've got you've got time you've got time you've you've packed a lot in already I think you've yeah I really can really picture it um very exciting potential and then (laughs) um with without and not necessarily animating your work but I wanted to know what else you've got coming up that people can check out can keep an eye out for look at and also where to find you um where to find me um I mean my at on all socials is just Shola Liliday um yeah just that's it I was gonna be like to go for a spill but then it's just at Shola Liliday um yeah I'm really excited actually I'm working now locked in the studio because I've got a solo coming up um, in the summer with Ed Cross Fine Art, which opens on the 9th of August, I believe, till the 16th of September. Yeah, so I'm basically going to be continuing working along this theme of romance. And I want a kind of summer in love, kind of like bringing the heat of August into the gallery space with like a new exhibition. And it's been a while, I guess, since I've had um, a big solo in London. So I'm excited for that. I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, let's hope it's a hot summer for many reasons and then that'll make it better anyway. Um, yeah, so. I mean, if it's anything like last year, I'm I'm confident that we're going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, climate change has got our back for summers these days. Yeah, small, sadly. small mercies. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> but you know. Um, and then, uh, well, I would like to, before I forget, just to say thank you so much, Shola, for joining me and for sharing your thoughts, your work, um, your creative mind with us. And I would like to ask you, as always, with all my guests, what song would you like to play out to and why? Um, I guess I'm going to pick a song that I've been listening to a lot Um like I guess in the last month I was traveling in Taipei and I basically like I always listen to like um this like the most recent songs that I've saved on my Spotify and I just listen to them on repeat um and the song is If I Had by Don Tolliver and Charlie Wilson um yeah it's just one of the ones that I kept returning to and I was just like again 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 <laughs> um, but yeah thank you for having me on the show again like it's been a pleasure
Oh, thank you. And um, we'll only play this the once on the show, but everyone else can play this again and again. And, <laughs> Just like um, I did. Yeah. And I'd like to see your work again and again and again. So I'm thrilled to be speak to have spoken to you. Thank you so much, Shola. And let's hear the song. 